Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Are you praying for your enemies? And really, who are your enemies? This is something Pastor J.D. wants you to think about today. Yes, there are people who are against those who believe and follow Jesus. But truth be told, Satan's the real enemy. The people we meet are an opportunity to share the gospel, the truth. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 30th, 2023. Let's not be Jonas. What do you mean? The Ninevites slash demon rats of today. Was that too much? Must have been by your reaction. No, he he hated them. He hated them. God loved them. He wanted God to kill them. God wanted to save them. So when Jonah goes, he doesn't even present the gospel. There's no good news. It's just God's going to torch you, and I can't wait. I'm going to get a front row seat, pop some popcorn. I'll be right here. Can't wait. Forty days, man. Can't come soon enough. God is going to torch you. And what is their response? They repent. What happens with Jonah? He gets angry with God. You can't save them. I just did. The king of Israel with the Syrian army, you can't feed them. I just did. They're not the enemy. They're the opportunity. All right. Back to the prophecy update already in progress. <laughs> the reason I'm beginning this way is because all of us, and I include myself, have unfettered access to that which God gave Elisha and subsequently his servant vis-a-vis prayer. Prayer is the vehicle, the avenue. I think we, and again I'm including myself in this, do err greatly when we disenfranchise ourselves from scriptures like this under the banner of, well, of course, that's Elisha. I'm not an Elisha. Well, you may not be an Elisha, but this is the same God yesterday, today, and forever of Elisha. And when we do that, when we disconnect ourselves, we tie the hands of God's many and mighty miracles with the ropes of our spiritual blindness and lack of discernment. Here's the truth. Like with Elisha, God, who was the same yesterday, today, and forever, 
has given us the same spiritual radar that he gave Elisha. In other words, what he had access to and availed himself of then, is that which we too can have access to and avail ourselves of today. We can have that spiritual discernment and insight into the realm of the supernatural. Would to God that we would pray as Elisha did that our spiritual eyes would be open to see the spiritual war instead of being so blind to it. Did you notice that every time Elisha prayed, it had to do with either opening eyes or shutting eyes, so that they would either be blind to see or not blind so they could see. What's your point? My point is that we need to pray, Lord, give me spiritual eyes to see. Let me see this through the lens of this supernatural insight and perspective. So I can see the host of heaven, the army, the chariots of fire. I would really like to see myself a couple of those, by the way. And if, oh, we could only see what God has and what God is doing for us, because if God is for us, and He most certainly is, then no thing or no one can come against us. Oh, again, would to God that when we see the enemy, and the army, (laughs) and the threat, and the fear sets in, that God would give us eyes to see. Ah, no, 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 no. That's adorable. If you could only see what I see (laughs) in the spiritual arena, those angels given charge concerning me, the eye of the Lord never is always upon me. The hand of the Lord is always for me, protecting me. Well, if you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like for us to first activate this spiritual radar prophetically. Then second, I'd like for us to make the much needed application personally. So what follows are some of the spiritual attacks of prophetic significance that are undetected and or bombarded and clustered in all the deception, distraction, and confusion. Again, this is my purpose, objective, if you prefer. And my prayer is that all of us, again, myself included, would get these on our spiritual radars because of the paramount importance of doing so, because doing so will have the effect of opening our eyes to the seriousness of the lateness of the hour in which we live. I'll start with this report from the Jerusalem Post, Monday the 24th, about 
3D printed micro needle patches helping in bringing vaccines to the masses. Right out of the chute, we have several problems, not the least of which is that this is yet more, and I'm going to use a word here, and I'm going to expound on this for what I think are going to be understanding reasons, as I hope you'll see. I'm going to use the word propaganda. Why am I emphasizing this word? Because sadly, when I use a word like propaganda, which I do often, I think it was maybe last week or the week prior, I used it in the context of the Russia-Ukraine war. It's all propaganda. And I was actually, I have to confess, I was a little bit stunned by the collective naivete as to the true meaning of this word propaganda. Now, in all fairness, I do have to also confess something else, and this was brought to my attention by a dear friend and brother. I used the word conundrum incorrectly last week. God's a forgiving God, so you have to forgive me too. I was emphatic and enunciated the word conundrum Condundrum. That's actually not a word. I knew what the word meant. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. So I just wanted to get that off my chest and out there so you understand. Now, I bring that up because there's another word. We have really no idea what this word means. And as such, we do not include it in our vocabulary. The word abomination. It was replete throughout the two chapters in Ezekiel. What is the true meaning of the word? I think we need to rightly divide the word and search the scriptures so that we're not embarrassed like your pastor is last week when he takes a word like conundrum and butchers it like I did. We need to understand what these words really mean. And I want to take just a moment and talk about this word propaganda and maybe explaining what it does not mean will be helpful in understanding what it does mean. Propaganda does not mean that the information reported is untrue or even that it's not really happening. That's not what propaganda means. Rather, propaganda does mean that the information reported is deliberately misleading for the purpose of creating bias, influencing opinions, and by extension, programming behaviors. So this is really happening, but propaganda twists it, spins it, and tailors it around this agenda and campaign. And a successful propaganda campaign will promote and publicize a particular political viewpoint and opinion. And the success of propaganda is predicated upon heavy manipulation so as to bring about a powerful deception. And this Jerusalem Post headline is a textbook example of said propaganda. And if you'll hear me out, I'll explain why. Uh, 
The propaganda headline reads, quote, 3D printed microneedle patches can help bring vaccine to the masses. That's propaganda. This headline alone is misleading. It's manipulating. It's deceiving by virtue of the presupposition that said vaccine needs to get to the masses. Wait, (laughs) that's propaganda, and here's why. If said virus is so deadly and said vaccine so safe and effective, wouldn't it stand to reason that you would not have to get it to the masses? Wouldn't the masses get to it? to get it. That's propaganda. See, it's misleading. It's deceptive because it comes insidiously packaged with this presupposition that masses are clamoring, standing in line, screaming, where's my vaccine? They're actually doing the opposite. They're screaming all right not for the vaccine, they're screaming to not have to take the vaccine. I feel like Jeremiah and Ezekiel do not be afraid of their faces. I'm not going to look at your faces anymore. I'm just going to look down at my notes, because you give me that look like, what? Okay, that's all right. I'm used to it. So did you connect those propaganda dots? I hope so, because this exposes another deception and distraction having to do with what is being done under the radar, or if you prefer, under the skin. Over the last couple, three years, we've seen on our biblical radar how that this is a marker of the mark of the beast, pun intended, by the way. Listen to this one quote from the Jerusalem Post. The 3D printer produces patches with hundreds of, keyword, microneedles, hang on to that, containing vaccine. And each patch could be attached to the skin, on the skin to get in the skin, allowing the vaccine to dissolve without the need for a traditional injection. Okay. Now, because we've covered this in depth in numerous updates, I'll provide you with just a brief summary, specifically how and why it is that this will very soon become the mark in chapter 13 of Revelation, when the beast is given power during the seven-year tribulation. I'm going to proceed with the understanding that you know Revelation 13 verses 16 through 18 is about the mark, without which no man will be able to buy or sell. And I would like to draw your attention to two other verses in Revelation 18.23 and 921. Let's start with 1823. This is the judgment pronounced against Babylon. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for, listen very carefully, by your sorcery, all the nations, all the nations were deceived. 
Revelation 9.21, and they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Now, why am I bringing this up again today? Because this 3D printing technology brings the mark into clearer and nearer focus, namely, as it relates to the specificity of the meaning of the words mark in Revelation 13, 16 through 18, and sorceries in Revelation 9, 21 and 18, 23. Let's first talk about the word mark. In the original language of the Greek New Testament, the word mark is karagma, and it comes from the root word karax, and carries with it the idea of a stamp, tattoo, stake, or palisade. Ancient palisades with their sharp micro-needle tips. From an article posted this last Monday, this 3D printing of these micro-needles slash palisades, these 3D printed microneedles slash palisades are injected ink, I'm quoting, and this injected ink, end quote, like with a tattoo, so it's small enough like with a, quote, patch, you can apply it to the forehand or the forehead. And you know what's interesting about this? This technology has already been in place for many years now, and now the advances are such that we can actually print these 3D. And that's not all we can print 3D. For those of you that are familiar with the, I mean, it is just mind-boggling technology, this 3D technology, which I believe came vis-a-vis Satan himself, artificial intelligence, which is not well, artificial intelligence is demonic intelligence, because Lucifer, Satan, is very intelligent, and he downloaded that intelligence to human beings in exchange for their soul, by the way. And it's the same lie as it was in the garden. If you eat from this tree, your eyes will be open, and you will live forever like God. So these people have been deceived into believing that apart from the person of Jesus Christ, they can have eternal life. So that's where transhumanism comes in, which we're going to talk about in a moment. They actually believe that if they do this, that they will live forever. They will surely not die, as the serpent said to Eve. Now, add to the mark, stamp, tattoo, palisades, the word sorcery. Now this, this is where it gets I guess I'll use the word chilling for lack of a better one, because sorcery is the Greek word pharmakion, where we get our English word for pharmacy and pharmaceutical. And I know we've talked about this, but just bear with me. It carries with it the idea of a magic potion and even poisonous injections used in ritual witchcraft and satanic magic arts, often with palisade-like snake fangs. 
That's what they would do in these practices of sorcery. They would use the snake fangs, which by the way are hollow. That's when a snake bites, the poison from that poisonous snake comes through those palisades, those fangs. This mark will be a tattoo-like patch with these sharp palisade snake fang-like microneedles that stamped on the forehand or forehead, delivering the poison. Now for those asking if the current injection is already the mark of the beast, let me hasten to say once again, it is not yet, nor can it not be yet, because the rapture hasn't happened yet, the seven-year tribulation hasn't started yet, and the Antichrist hasn't been revealed yet. And I'll add one more, the beast has not been empowered yet. That all comes in and during the seven-year tribulation. And by the way, maybe parenthetically I need to say for anyone who is really struggling and you had to acquiesce to the mandate and take this thing and you're mortified and horrified. Listen, if you're born again of the Spirit of God, you cannot be unborn again. If you're saved, you cannot be unsaved. So nothing you can do can separate you from the love that God has for you. So don't let the enemy do that to you. If you've taken this thing, and by the way, maybe I need to also say this, I need to get a lot of things off my chest it seems today. I just am, I'm, I'm stunned when I hear that there are those saying, I think Pastor JD took the injection. Please laugh because you know that is as absurd as absurd can be. Just to be clear, to go on the record, I never have and I never, ever, ever will. Okay? And <laughs> one more thing, <laughs> I've never even been tested. Now you had to go there, Pastor. I've had 150,000 tests. That's okay. I've never allowed them to ever put into my brain, through my nose, anything. I've never been tested. And here's the thing, I've never been sick. No, that came out very wrong. <laughs> Let me rephrase that <laughs> before a lightning bolt comes down and strikes me. By the grace of God, the grace and mercy of God, I have never gotten this thing. I've never been sick. And if anyone should be someone like me, with my asthma. And I have never gotten this thing. I've never been sick. Uh, all, all the glory goes to God. But I've never allowed them to put anything into my body. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. 
Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.